You always hear it's a good idea to work out, but does this apply to hunting? And I'm here to tell you, yes, it does. So today we're going to look at it and say, cardio or weights? You need both. This is the Beyond Hunter Ed podcast, where the focus is on all the questions you wish were answered in the classroom and quite a few more. So whether you're an accomplished lifer or a complete newbie, and you're looking to discuss all topics hunting in an entertaining and unfiltered way, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Eric Jaitner. All right, so we're going to talk about physical exercise, physical fitness, and how it relates to hunting. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is something I'm pretty passionate about. I really do believe that physical fitness makes you feel better. It puts you in a better state of mind. It makes it less likely for you to get sick. And one of the big things I notice with hunting is it gives you a little bit more fortitude when things aren't going your way. It makes you just, you're in a better state of mind. So you're able to endure the hardships that you feel out in the field. And you're able to push through. And a lot of times that's the difference between success and coming home with a tag in your pocket. So we're going to talk about what you can do starting out. We're going to talk about where you can go moving on. And then I'm going to give a little bit of examples of what I do. So to start this out, I want to put a caveat out there. I'm not a doctor and anybody who's going to be doing a physical fitness program needs to talk to their doctor first. Make sure that you're in good enough shape to start the physical fitness program that you're going to choose to do. That being said, I still think it's a good idea for everybody to put some emphasis on physical fitness. So why? Why does this help with hunting? Other than the fact that it's going to be hard, it helps you get through those hard times and it puts you in a better state of mind. Well, the Michigan Department of Natural Resources, a few years ago, I read an article they had put out that they used GPS tags to track bow hunters, and they wanted to see how far away from roads they went. And they actually put this over a topographical map, and they came up with some very interesting findings. The first is that if you go more than a quarter mile off of a road, 95% of people aren't going to go there. In the same way that quarter mile distance stopped people from going, any body of water, little stream, uh, swamp, anything where you had to cross water or go up a major hill, something where you're going to gain more than 100 feet of elevation, had the same effect. It just stopped people from going there. And what do they all have in common? Well, you've got to go further. You've got more effort involved. Climbing a hill is not easy work, especially not with a tree stand on your back or your bow in your hand or your rifle. That takes it out of you, especially first thing in the morning when it's cold and there's snow on the hills and you're just slipping around. And going across water, the thing is, I've watched people put on rubber boots all the time and they're afraid to go through the river. I'm not sure I understand it. You have rubber boots on for a reason, and it's not just to keep your scent down. It keeps the water out. So 
I understand don't go through a river that's five feet deep, but if you got a stream that's a foot deep and you got 18 inches of rubber, you're good. You can go across that one. You're not getting wet. So just something to think about. That'll get you out away from the crowds. Most people all pack into the one area that's close to the parking lot and then they scare out all the deer first thing in the morning and wonder why they can't see anything. But if you have the stamina to go further and to push harder, you're going to be able to go further back, get away from those crowds, and they're going to push the animals to you. Okay, so what can you do to start out? Well, just like everything, it's really not about the motivation. It's about building a habit. Anybody can say, I'm going to work out five days a week, and they're all motivated And we all know how that ends. Two weeks into that, the motivation fades. You're fighting. You're struggling to get off the couch again because you just don't want to do it. And without the motivation where you made that decision, you just don't have the willpower to keep going. So instead, what I suggest is coming up with a way that you can form a habit. So start small. Start with something that you can easily do. Maybe do 15 minutes of walking three times a week to start. It's something small. You're going to feel good doing it, and it's going to form a habit. And after you've done that for a few weeks, you're going to find that with that habit formed, you're going to want to do a little bit more. So maybe you go to half hour. Maybe you decide, hey, I'm going to throw some weights in there too because, well, I used to like lifting weights, so... Why not? And as you keep forming that habit a year from now, you're going to realize you might be working out five days a week, running and lifting, and you're going to be in the best shape of your life. You're going to be happy. You're going to be stronger. And when you get out into the field that next year, you're going to realize you can go further, go longer, and you just don't feel tired. So what's one of the other problems you're going to run into if you don't have an exercise routine going when you're going out hunting. Honestly, I went years without having a huge exercise routine. And I'm going to tell you if you're doing one day here or an afternoon there, and then you're going back home and you're resting up for a full week, it doesn't hit you as hard as I'm making it out. It really doesn't. That that's doable. But if you're going to do two, three, four days straight in the mountains or even in the North Woods up in Wisconsin, and you're going to hunt hard for up to a week, you're going to need some endurance, especially if you're going to keep going hard. And the bigger point is we've all been there. This is a safety aspect in my mind because We as people, we don't make good decisions when we're tired. When we're tired, we tend to rush. We tend to try to get things done the quickest way possible. And a lot of times that's not the safest or the smartest way possible. And when you're out in the woods and you're by yourself and you might not be in cell service, you really don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're rushing to get down a hill or you're taking a shortcut and you end up slipping and breaking your ankle. That's not a good time to do it. 
So the best thing you can do for yourself is get into shape. Put yourself in a state where you really aren't feeling that fatigue. You're not sucking wind. You're not feeling like this is real painful. And then you're going to make that decision that's the wise decision to take the correct route, do the right thing, because you're really not that tired yet. You're going to make better decisions. So that's the safety aspect. But think about when you're out hunting and say you're glassing and it's getting to be three in the afternoon and you see a deer out and it's a mile and a half. And I can tell you uh, last year when I was out deer hunting, I went to a place in San Diego County and it's straight desert. It's desert scrub. It was 95 degrees out and we spotted a deer at about one in the afternoon and we'd been out since five in the morning. It was hot, running low on water and it, it was painful and the deer was a good 2,000 yards out. The only one we'd seen that we could actually get a stock on. It was bedded on public land and it was a possibility. So... I wanted to make a run at it. Now, if you weren't in shape, if this was five years ago and I wasn't running and I wasn't lifting and I was not in shape, I could not have made that stock. There's no way I could have done that in the desert in that type of heat after being exhausted. It just wasn't going to happen. I was too tired. As it was, <laughs> turns out, really wasn't in good enough shape. The, the, deer, the deer busted me. We'll put it that way. I took a shortcut at the end. I was sweating. Couldn't see straight. I was dehydrated. I know these are all excuses. It sounds great. But what ended up happening was I lost track of where I was on my map. And instead of just stopping and taking a second to relocate, I tried to push further in. And I ended up pushing right into it. never winded me, but it saw me. And it was only 40 yards away. I was well within shooting range. It was a good stock up till that point. And then I made a poor choice because I was tired and I wasn't feeling good. And that blew the hunt for me. So there, right there is why getting in shape is the best way to help yourself in the woods. It's going to make you a better hunter. And even if you do think you're in good shape, I think I'm in good shape at this point. Sometimes you still bite off more than you can chew. But the upside is I did have enough to get out of that one. I was able to make the four-mile walk back to the car. I drank a whole bunch of water when I got there. And I lived to tell about the story. So real quick, that's not the only problem that you have if you're out of shape. One of the things that I was realizing as I was making that stalk was how tired I was starting to feel. And considering this was an archery hunt, and for those of you out there who are going to shoot archery specifically, I was realizing that it was going to be difficult for me to make a shot. I wanted to get within 40. Generally speaking, I consider my effective range out to about 55 yards. I wanted to get within 40 because I was realizing it was going to be hard for me to actually lock in and get a good hold and hold long enough to get the deer to give me a good angle and put a good shot on it 
And that entirely had to do with the fact that I felt weak. I felt tired. I felt worn out. So, again, this goes back to getting in shape. It's going to make you feel better while you're making that shot. And every little bit counts. If you start small, and even if you just stay small, just being consistent is way better for you than trying to bite off a big program and not doing it more than a week. If you said, I'm going to walk three times a week for 15 minutes, and you do that for an entire year, that's going to be far better for you than you saying, I'm going to get this wonderful exercise program, and you start it, and a week later, you're done because you're like, I don't, I don't want to do this. It's way too much time. So consistency is going to definitely be the key when it comes to this. So what are some things that you can do? All right, for those of you guys who like cardio, really any form of cardio is going to be good for you. You can do anything from running to walking, or if you really want to make it as close to the real thing as possible, load up your backpack and put a little bit of weight in it and go for a walk. Back when I was in the military, we called that rucking. Okay? I still do that today. That's part of my workout program as I get closer and closer to the season because I want to start getting used to carrying weight. For those of you guys who like to do weightlifting, the big things I think you want to work on is going to be your squats, especially for the backpacking. It's going to force you to have stability throughout your abdomen. And then it's going to also make sure it strengthens up your legs. And you're going to want that strength when you're trying to carry an elk off the mountain. For those of you guys who are going to be archery hunters, I've found that one good exercise to help you with your draw is going to be doing rows, any sort of rows. But work on your back because your back is what you really are drawing with. And you do your shoulder press, your lateral raises. It's going to help you with your bow arm. So that's going to help you shoot better. For people who really aren't into cardio, really aren't into weights, but they want to do something, I'm going to throw out yoga as a good option. Yoga and Pilates, you're still going to work some form of strength and some form of cardio. The added advantage you're going to have to that is going to be working on stability and balance. How many times have you been out hunting in the mountains and the shot just isn't on level ground? You're kneeling, you're standing on a hillside and you're trying to make a shot. It just doesn't feel stable. Well, it's really difficult to make an accurate shot from an unstable platform. Or for those of you guys who are out tree stand hunting, shooting out a tree stand, it's not very simple to do when you have to lean at your waist and and just get everything done, yeah, you get used to it after a while and you're able to make the shot if you've practiced it. It really does come down to practice, but some yoga, some Pilates, that's going to help you feel a little more grounded and a little more stable, and that's going to go a long way to help you with making that shot. So to wrap things up here, I guess where I'm really going with this whole episode is that exercising is definitely going to help you. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to make you happier. And it's going to be good for you overall. So, with the caveat in place that I am not a doctor and I in no way 
can tell you, and th this is all between you and your doctor, but if you're in good enough shape and your doctor says go for it, I challenge everybody out here, go find an exercise program. Look on the internet. There's plenty out there. Google exercise program mountain hunting, and you're going to have a lot pop up. Remember, hunting is hard work. Okay. Your basic sheep hunt, 8,000 to 11,000 calories a day. That's a lot of energy you're burning. Your western elk and deer hunt, 9,000 to 6,000 calories a day. Even a tree stand. Look at how tired you get just sitting out in the cold, trying to drag a deer out of the woods, everything. All of this takes a lot of effort. So go ahead, get in shape. Find an exercise program. Like I said, Google one. Make up your own. Go to a gym. Find a personal trainer. No matter what you do, it's going to help you. So just remember, exercise is always going to be beneficial for you. So even if you're not worried about hunting, getting in shape, it's going to make you feel better and it's going to make your, you happier. Okay? That's statistically proven. But if you are going to go hunting, remember, it's going to help you in the woods. It's going to give you the ability to get further out. It's going to give you the energy to make that shot when it really counts. It's going to give you the energy to say, I can go after that animal when he's a mile away and I'm already tired. So go out there, find an exercise program, get motivated, and form a habit that you can continue to do for a long time. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Beyond Hunter Ed Podcast. And as always, if you have questions, please email us at questions at beyondhuntered.com. Or you can find us on the web at www.beyondhuntered.com dot com.